It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch, race fans. Presented by Joe's Karting at Council Bluffs. Online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Karting today. Do yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. And joining us on the show now, the driver of the number 37 stock car, known as the Milkman. Were you ever a Milkman in your career? No, I don't even know how I got that name, to be honest with you. I, and Anthony and just a, left. Yeah, Anthony left. <laughs> yeah, he would have been able to tell us. The racing encyclopedia would have known. <laughs> I assume because Deary is close to Derry. I would assume, yeah. But yep. you don't know who's, who gave it to you at first? No, I think it was an uh, old announcer that might have done Harlan, too. That was out there years ago. I can't remember. That's Stan Joe like Caesar, two thousand six, probably. Stan Caesar, I think. I think that was probably pre Joe Proctor, wasn't it? I think it was Joe. Was it yeah, Joe? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Think Do you so. have you seen him? You talked I, to him? I haven't. Not I reached out to him uh, two weeks ago because I wanted to get him to come out and call races with with us at the Cornhusker Classic. Yeah. I thought it'd be a good, you know, final Cornhusker Classic. Get the old, oh, what was his nickname? Stroker. Stroker. Yeah, I think you're right. Get him back out there and, and you know, just have a good time. And uh, Unfortunately, I don't think he's on Facebook much. But, yeah. it, in fact, I think that his last post was somewhere around July. <laughs> so, uh, but, anyways, yeah, it's, uh, those nicknames are always kind of an interesting story of where they came from and who gave them to you. But. Yep, yep. So you've been racing for a few years. Yep, since 2004. Is this the first time we've had you on the show? No, I was on... What, two years ago? Yeah. yeah. Another track championship, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, championship. By the way, we do need to clear something up. We've got nothing against you. Quite there now. was apparently <laughs> something going around social media that we don't like you. There was a deal, but it's fine. Okay. We got it all cleared up. <laughs> yeah, we had a chat. So. We hold nothing against you. I, I, <laughs> I like all you guys down there. I don't, I don't think there's anybody in the pits I hold anything against. Sure. Yes, there is, because yeah. I know who they are. Huh? I know who they are. I won't say nothing, but you've told me all those secrets. Oh, that's true. <laughs> way, to, way to call me out on that one. <laughs> I was trying to be all friendly and diplomatic, and Dirk's like, nope. Too many miles on them one-on-one road trips to Knoxville or Kansas City or whatever. You got to talk about something. Well, if, if I ever said anything on the PA or in an interview to upset anybody in your family, I apologize. Nah, no, it's a racing deal. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people just, I mean, it's like... It's probably, it, I know it's tough for you guys as drivers sometimes to kind of convey how it works behind the wheel. It's kind of hard for me to explain to people how it works behind a microphone. Well, I, like, I, people, don't, I don't see how you guys do as good as you do. <laughs> well, thank you. It's all Anthony. Uh, people often say like, well, I can't believe you said that. And I'm like, said what? Yeah. Well, you don't remember? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I called races for six hours. I said words. For six hours. If right. I said anything to upset Three you, I'm sorry. Three days in a row. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's, it's a fun job. I love it. But there's some hidden nuances to it. And, and I can assume the same thing with, with being a driver. Oh, there's, you'll be out racing and you'll come in the crew will say, I can't believe you just did that. I'm like, did what? Like what I do different. Yeah. Well, and then you go back and watch a video and it's like, oh, okay. I you'll find out in a minute when they're <laughs> yeah. over here ready to fight. I did, uh, I mean, obviously, we're, we're kind of referring to the issue with you and uh, I believe it was Kurt Drake. Yep. You guys yep. had it. I, I thought his social media presence probably annoyed you a lot than in, uh, for about two or three weeks. I, 
I thought it was kind of funny. Well, some of the things he did. I looked at it to be honest with you the first day, and then I just removed friend, and I can't look at that stuff because yeah. it gets yeah. in your head, and you just let it go. And he took it a little too far you, at times. But you know, we've patched things up since then. Him and I Good. have talked, and we actually pitted next to each other on the last race out there here last weekend, and Good. we. We, we're getting along good now. So. It's too too deep of a of a sport. Too many times you guys are going to have to race next to each other to, to carry. To, to, right. To let and it that was hatchet. an incident that it just happened, and uh, I didn't see it the way he's seen it. His people didn't see the way my people seen it, and I don't feel like, you know, what they thought I did was, you know. But anyway, we got through it and uh, got it in the past. So That's all behind us now. Yeah. We're going to talk about a track championship. Um, again. Again. The uh, last one at I-80. Nobody can take that away from you. That's, that's a fact. 12 top fives. I mean, that's a hell of a run in any class, but I think it's a, that's a tough run in the stock cars at I-80. It is because, I mean, tell you what, it's, uh, it's a feat just to get up in the top five anymore out there. I mean, everybody's so close in competition compared to what – you know, five, six, seven years ago, you know, when we won, I think, 13 or 14 races out there in one year. But it's a lot tighter net group now, and everybody's on their A game, and everybody respects everybody for the most part, and it's it's tough to get up there. Yeah. I mean, throughout the Midwest, that's the toughest class there is, period. Yeah, I would happen to agree with you. Yep. I mean, it's I, I think it's right up there with late models and modifieds for as stiff as a competition is. Absolutely. I, I think it's above those. I you think, think it's, it's deeper? I mean, uh, you, I'm not going to disagree with you because a lot of modified guys who are stiff competition in the modifieds come down and race stock cars, yep. and they're even stiffer competition in stock cars. Yeah, it's uh, made us all step up our game in the last two years. I'm, I'd like to know the lap time difference between two years ago than today, but I bet it's more than you really realize it is, the difference that we've increased in speed. Yeah. So. I bet you could go look at something like that you on my could. race pass. Probably they could. probably got stats on that somewhere. And again, my statistician just finished his meal and left. So <laughs> he picked a terrible time to leave. I can call him back. Well, he had to get home before curfew. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that wedding to start planning. Yeah. Next November, old mm-hmm. Anthony's going to be a married man. And she was here with him. She's everywhere with him. What a dedicated wife. Fiance. <laughs> Soon to be wife. <laughs> Is yep. yours dedicated like that? Next weekend, we're getting married. <laughs> Are you really? Yep, the 22nd. No yep. kidding. Congratulations. Well, thank you. When did yep. you guys get engaged? Did you do any kind of at the racetrack? No, it was... Victory uh, Lane? No. No, we didn't do that. But it was at the shop, at the race shop. We, uh, I asked her to go get me a wrench, and I had a little box made up with a note in it. And I says, I asked her to go get me a three-quarter inch wrench, and she opened it up, and she goes, what the heck is this? And it was a ring, and... Ask her to marry me, and it worked out pretty good. Oh, I thought it was going to be a test. Like, if you told her to go find the 10-millimeter socket, and if she found it, because that's <laughs> always the one that turns up missing. Yeah, it seems to be, isn't it? Ours is a 10-millimeter wrench. I think my son took off with it. So. What was that movie they had the test in? Diner. Who? The movie Diner. A guy gave his so-called fiance a test, and she flunked it. And he said, that's it. The wedding's <laughs> off. <laughs> You know, it's, I wish I could go back in time and tell my younger self to do what you just said, that your son runs off with him. I would yeah. love to do that to my dad, is just steal every 10 millimeter anything in the, in the shop, because that would drive my dad nuts. I tell you a funny story about my son. He, uh, he's four years old now, but he likes to be in the race shop with us and whatever, and he's changing gears. And you have the lug nuts off to the side, you know, you take tires off, pull the axle out. 
Well, I went to put everything back together, and I put the left rear axle in. It didn't quite go in right, and I'm like, this is weird. So I pulled it out, turned it, put it in again, and I heard this little tiny click. And I'm like, that's not normal. Pull it out, go get a flashlight, look in there. Sure enough, lug nut right inside the axle tube. I think I remember this story. Did, how, when, when, how long did that happen? A year ago. It was right out a year ago. How hard was that to fish? I out? think you told I that the last time you were on here. I, I might have. I think I, I remember. Know. Do you remember that story? Yeah. I think did I remember I? that. Oh. Well, I anyway. actually remember Sorry something Dirk doesn't. <laughs> oh, my God. I might not have been there when he told it. You were here. I was here, but Mentally? he might not have told it here. No, I think it was on this show. Still might have been a day I was missing. Well, he still likes to take my wrenches out of the pouches and take them wherever he would like to put them. (laughs) So how many times, what's your fiance's name? Taylor. Taylor. How many times do you walk around the house and you're like, God, why is there a wrench here? Okay, and do you literally have to kind of wonder, was it Brad or the son? Yeah. Yeah, because it could have been Brad. Yeah. Whenever I'm working on projects, I'm always putting stuff in my back pockets, and then I get into the bedroom at night, and I'm just like, <laughs> and yeah, oh, yeah, oh man, sockets, because <laughs> they do all the work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, if you got a, if you need a socket cleaned or something, of course you're going to put it on washing yeah. machine. Little Dawn, works for owners. All right, track championship at I-80. I mean, we're talking about beating Shane Stutzman, which, yep. by the way, thank you for winning that because Shane's a terrible interview. He is? Yes. Oh, surely not. He's a great guy to talk to, but you put a microphone or a camera in front of him, he's like, yep, <laughs> yep. Carl's well, that good. happens. That happens. <laughs> uh, consistency is going to be the name of the game for, for how you won this championship this year. Uh, didn't pick up a win, but I know it. You know, that's, didn't win the battle, but you won the war. That's that's a fact. This is the first year we've raced out there since '06, I think weekly, but I didn't get a win. Yeah, that's crazy. But it's tough competition. I'm telling you, it we is. got second a pile of times. I'd like to know that <laughs> number. Did. But uh, um, did uh, did you go run the stock car uh, dirt crown summer tour series? We ran part of that. We started out with great intentions to run it all, mm-hmm. but there was just with work and how far some of that drive is for us, we didn't get out to all of them, but we missed three, I think, total. And again, so. and you're not a milk delivery man. No. What do you do no. for a living? I run dozer, tile machine, excavator. We do farm, farm conservation work, so oh. anything the farmers need done, you know, as far as dirt work, tile drainage, mm-hmm. trees taken out, building pads ponds terraces yep terraces i've been building ponds since june and i'm just finishing up my last one now and i wished it was done a while ago wow (laughs) you're filling in ponds no digging ponds digging Digging a pond okay can you dig one in my backyard uh depends on how big your backyard is it's not not very big big enough for a pond well but he's got seven ducks seven ducks and i'm tired of filling up little kiddie pools of water. I don't know. It hasn't rained in a while, so you're going to be filling them up. Well, I figure if I fill it up once, it should stay relatively full. It's just got to get deep. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. We'll talk later. Yeah. Well, but then the coyotes would come down and eat your ducks after they got their drink of water. That's all right. I was already trying to get rid of some of them ducks earlier tonight. I think it's going to be interesting to see him get the backhoe up into my backyard. Oh, he could do that. I'll just have to get a landscaper after that. (laughs) Probably have to get a permit. Uh, all right, uh, so uh, where else did you go race weekly at? We ran Adams County Speedway 
weekly and IED Speedway weekly and I think that's we went to a few different racetracks but do we get to know. talk to you again for an Adams County Speedway Championship yep you we do yep I think we both. got that penciled in for next Monday so really come on back oh okay <laughs> I just got to tell everybody else that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was waiting to talk to him before I published the event and invited all the uh, drivers out so yeah yeah Make sure everybody was still clear, but uh, damn, two track championships. Yep, that yeah. happened once before in 2015. Just seems so. to put a year together where you got it all. Yeah, you try to. We started the year out with two cars. We ran one at I-80 and one at Adams County Speedway. That way you don't change gears back and mm -hmm. forth. And it works pretty good because setups are similar, but they're not quite the same. So weight placement and all that type of stuff. Well... We ended up running our I-80 car, which was a brand new B&B chassis, at Corning one night because we were having ignition issues and I wanted to run it. We had a bigger points lead at Corning and I felt more comfortable running a problem issue at Corning to see if we got it figured out. Well, we had an incident in the feature and barrel rolled about nine times between oh. one and two and just destroyed that car. Absolutely nothing left. And uh, so then we went down to one car toward the end of the year. Which, honestly, other than changing gears, it was more of a easier deal because you don't have to remember, okay, which car was this, which <laughs> car was that, what did we do here, what broke here, you know. But I need to be a better note taker. But Well, and, and they probably drive a little bit different. They did. They have like, their own characteristics, their own personality. The I-80 car was a much better qualifying car. It seemed to be more free. And uh, it was newer and had all the newer updates on it and stuff. So you could get through traffic quicker and better but it seemed like once i got to second i was just following of course you know i80 is prone to once the leader gets out front and he's got no competition he's gone so then you got to chase him down once you chase him down then you got to pass him and after you pass him you want to do it cleanly or as clean as you can and not you know have any issues but yeah. uh, that's a whole nother story there so you talked i think we've covered pretty much all of it like the, just winning a championship in the stock cars is so incredibly difficult uh, but to do it at two different tracks and, and to win over the competition that you did, uh, that's got to be a little extra sense of pride. It is. Um, I started the year out with the goal that I wanted to win both championships. And I wanted to get more wins than we did, but um, we ended up with only six this year. But uh, I was just pretty bummed out that I didn't get any there at, uh, at uh, I-80. But in the same token, you're racing with really not, not taking anything away from Corning or anything, but... Racing with some heavy competition that is always on their game mm -hmm. all the time. And it was uh, probably a little tougher this year to win the I-80 championship because just about everybody that drove through that back pit gate said, this is the one I want to win. Yep. Yeah, that is a fact. I mean, and you get those guys that don't run there weekly that show up that you finish second to. And you're like, man, we would have we'd have had that one tonight if they wouldn't have been there or whatever. But you can't look at racing like that. Racing, you got to be – you face what's there at the at the present time, not what – could have or should have been so yeah but yeah we learn a lot from them guys that do come in like that like a uh, jesse sobbing or something you know that they're just unbelievably fast going through there and you're thinking to yourself how am i going to pull sliders like that and not junk something what so, is it about him that he's he's a half a second faster than uh, everybody else he's every time it's not just him there's other guys the same way and yeah. it's you're sitting to yourself thinking man what do i got to do to pick up my game and you go to these classes and schoolings and stuff to get yourself better and you talk to people and try and figure out what you're doing, work with your chassis builder, and it's a constant battle. I mean, 
like we're already preparing for next year now. I mean, it's time we're trying to update stuff and, and get better and go from there. And I think you said you're running a B&B? Yep, B&B chassis. Paul Berger makes a very excellent, safe race car. Um, we put it through the test there at, at Adams County Speedway, <laughs> and uh, the cage did its job. It really did. I so. think that's the same chassis that Mike Nichols runs? Yes. Yeah. Yep, he so he's, B &B. you know, you're in same class, the same chassis as him, that you're, you're thinking, yep. I, sh I should be up there running well, same sure. with him. Absolutely. And you are. I mean, Absolutely. you're able to keep up with some of the best in the country. I, we try to. Um, Cornhusker Classic, I just we put new tires on the rear and uh we got to start front row you know and i was pretty excited about this pretty stoked to start with van over on the inside and grabowski on the outside well one of them new tires grew four and a half inches on the right rear jesus and i have never seen that before yeah so and then we we checked the temperature is 120 degrees and normally if a tire is growing that much Thank you're you. literally melting the tires off the car that wasn't the case. It just took off, and it started growing, and it didn't quit. I mean, it looked like a balloon when we come in. It was hmm. so bad. Well, I imagine if we kept going a little longer than the 40 laps, it probably would have blew, my guess, because it just kept growing air pressure. I don't know if there was moisture in that tire causes it to grow like that, but you take a, a super dry, slick racetrack, you put four and a half inches of stagger on it, it's a bad scenario. <laughs> it is not going to go through the corner, <laughs> off the corner, anything, and we just fought that. And then we found out that our left rear spring was also junk that night when it was just fine the night before when we qualified. So that's kind of disappointing. But uh, that was a, a good feat to start in the front row of that. Something I'll never forget. But going from there. When in the final track, go ahead, Dirk. I was just going to say four and a half inches of growth in that tire. That tire literally real green, it, real fresh. It just had hot laps on it. Uh, I should have yeah, known better than that, but uh, expected to go 40 laps. So. But, uh, yeah, that happens. Yeah, wow. that's, that's why guys, you know, put 40 pounds air in and lay them in the sun for two yeah. days, you know, exactly. it's for that kind of stuff. But, you know, a little late now. <laughs> We've been talking with uh, Brad Deary, driver, the 37D stock car throughout the area, picked up the track championship at I-80 Speedway. Make sure you thank some of those great sponsors that are inside of your car. Yeah, we got a, a great group of partners that are come on board with us. We've got Stock Car Body Engineering. Sleeps Tile Yard, Dairy Construction, DW Race Engines, uh, Creston Motor Supply, Napa, um, Ramsey Grinding, Farm Bureau Financial Services, Jake Gillespie, B&B uh, Racing Chassis, Paul Berger, builds a great car. Uh, my fiance, which she wrote these notes for me because she goes, fiance, soon to be wife in five days, Taylor. <laughs> um, my daughter's Justice and Meredith and Marshall, they put up with Dad being away from family stuff sometimes to be up in the shop, and it's sacrifices we all uh, My mom and Dad, I couldn't do it without their support every week. Scott and Chris, future father-in-law and mother-in-law, and Tyler and Brody Gray, they have stepped up this year, and they've helped me at the track. They've helped me during the week because when I work on my car, kids go to bed. So it's 10 o'clock at night, so it works about between 10 and 2 in the morning is when all the work gets done on our cars, and, the, and then you get up at 5.30 and go to work the next day. Wow. And then uh, his wife, Micah, for putting up with him, helping us, and his daughter, McKenna, and Quentin. And my brother, Josh, he's, he's there always in a pinch to help in the shop if there's something through the week that we need help with. Uh, but primarily during the week, we're, we're kind of a one-man show because everybody's got different lives, and nobody keeps my hours, so... <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to find help at 10 o'clock at night, but Scott comes out 
He's our tire engineering specialist. He doesn't know it yet, but that's his title. All right. So he does tires Scott? all. Yep, that's, that's Scott. Scott? Right all right. He does tires at all times of the night, and he'll say, "What's this one need?" And then I'll say, "Groove it," and he'll be like, "Okay." And he's not too excited about it, but he does a great job. So Scott, do you know why that tire grew four and a half inches? Okay. That was my call. All right. <laughs> but anyway, but that's that's our sponsors and our, our list of people, and we're always looking for more. If anybody's ever interested to jump on board with us, we're, we'd be happy to have them. So. Fantastic. Um, anything else? You got everything? Well, not really. I think I'm good. Yeah? yeah? I think you could move one of get some sponsors by moving one of those farmers up a notch or two in the... Uh, Pecking order there on that on the work list. list. Yeah, you never know. We could bribe some of that, but I don't know how well that's going to work. So I heard them farmers got a lot of money. Well, some of them do, but that's okay. <laughs> so it keeps us busy and employed. And no other announcements. No babies on the way. No moving to a late model. No, I'm not moving to a late model. I'll just she, uh, you we're getting seen the way she perked up there. You, <laughs> she might not. Uh, no babies, but uh, we are getting our new car in about two or three weeks. So. Yeah. We're getting that, so hopefully we can get that dialed in by springtime. And any thoughts about moving out of the stock car? Maybe going. You know, we've model, talked modified. about going modified racing, but why is there so many modified guys jumping to a stock car? So yeah. why do you want to go in reverse? Yeah, I hear you. So because uh, they all came to your class. That's exactly. That's right. why you want to go. There. Now you go it's dominate a- in their old class. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun though to run with those guys. They really teach you a lot, and it helps you work on your equipment more. Yeah. That's for sure. But. Uh, I don't know. We, I'd like to try it before I quit someday, but I've never even hot-lapped a modified car, so I don't know what it'd be like. So, I could have hooked you up with Jacob Hobshite, but he already left. Well, I wouldn't fit in his seat, I'm pretty sure. So, I, That's not what he was saying. He t- apparently, he's put on a little, a little weight lately. He I said wear, the fire suit was getting a little tight. Yeah. I wear his, an 18-inch seat. That's a good-sized seat, guys. <laughs> we can, you, I think we can make it work. Yeah. Go yeah. right in Jesse Dennis's modified. We'd fit right in there. I there bet. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Deary, driver of the 37D, the 2022 I-80 Speedway track champion. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. The final. The, the final. Stock car. I the final. Track champion. <laughs> 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 Jacob Brown's over here. He's the next one up, and he kept messaging me all last weekend. You keep saying final. I'm not going to come do your interview with you. <laughs> That's going to do it for us in turn number one. We're going to take a quick break. Dirk and I will be right back. Turn number two to get you set for the weekend of racing to come. And we'll cover some of the latest headlines. Hang tight. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. I've been talking about a hard drive upgrade on the Pubcast for quite a long time, and here's a little more detail behind it. Older laptops, older computers, maybe four or five years old, the hard drives that came with them just simply were not built for Windows 10. A new hard drive from Tailored Computers and Repair will breathe brand new life into your laptop and computer. Not only will it make it faster, but it will make your laptop battery last longer and it will run cooler, which will also help the battery last a lot longer. Not only does your computer or laptop get even faster, but all of your files, settings, pictures, everything is exactly where you left it. Within about a day, maybe two days, you're going to get your same computer back, but it's going to run faster, cooler, and the battery's going to last longer on laptops. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641. Find out what a hard drive upgrade can do for your computer and get some valuable time back. 
We all have that coworker that runs their mouth off at how great they are. They shot a five under par, 95 mile an hour fastball, bench press 375, brah. Wouldn't you love to shut them up by schooling them at Joe's Karting? Council Bluffs premier indoor karting track, professionally designed so each corner is your opportunity to embarrass your coworker. Call Buddy for your next company outing at 712-256-5278. Joe's Karting, white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue next to AMC 17. We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back to the front stretch, rolling into turn number two, presented by Quaker Steak and Lube, the official watering hole of the front stretch. Still a pallet of beer to be given away from our friends at Quaker Steak and Lube. $30 per ticket or two tickets for $50. That drawing uh, is going to be... I'm trying to pause for dramatics. As I scroll down and try to find the latest post, when did they say they were going to do that? November 25th, I believe, the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yep. So you still got time, $30 a ticket or two tickets for 50 bucks. Save yourself a little bit of money. It is a pallet of beer. One ticket, 30 bucks. You're going to be winning. Even if you buy two tickets. I mean, what? That's probably, I don't know, what? $500 worth of Bush Light? $600 worth of Bush Light? Yeah, probably. Even if you spend half that money, like Chris at Quaker Steak said, put in a put in a hundred bucks, get four tickets. If you win it, sell it to all your friends. You're gonna make your money back in no time. Quaker Steak and Lube Council Bluffs is where you can get uh, all the information on the pallet of Bush Light. It's for the John Deere Farm cans. Uh, Thirty dollars a ticket or two for five for fifty bucks. Getting of course you got to be twenty one and over in order to win. In order to participate, you can. If you're a kid, you want to give them 50 bucks all day long. That's fine. But they're, they're not going to give you the beer. <laughs> uh, also, I saw from, uh, was it Jim Wyman who posted that uh, they're going to do a special uh, classic car cruising. But today of the day, it's published. So tonight at Quaker Steak and Lube, they will do a classic car cruising. Looks like the weather's going to be absolutely gorgeous like it's been for the last couple of days. Looking like high of 74 and a little bit of wind. But um, get over to Quaker Steak and Lube. All the great fun sights, sounds, smells. It's all available down at Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Plus. Statistical advance for Sunday's race at Phoenix Motor Speedway shows Chase Elliott is the statistical favorite. But um, I was actually kind of surprised to see that Ross Chastain is second. I wonder exactly how they do their statistics. You know, is it season-long statistics? Is it career-long? Is it just at this track? I mean, I don't know exactly what they look at. Mm -hmm. Looks like season-long. And then it does factor in some information about their races at Phoenix. So, for instance, Joey Logano, uh, he is the sixth-best driver season to date with an 89.5 rating. Three wins, 10 top fives, 16 top tens. At Phoenix, he has two wins, seven top fives, 15 top tens. And how many starts? I would imagine that would be over his entire career at, at Phoenix. So what, so do they go there not, twice? Yeah, I mean, two times a year, and he's been driving for roughly 14 years, 15 years. Been around a long time. Now, Christopher Bell has not been around nearly as long as Joey Logano. Has three wins, 12 top fives, 19 top tens. At Phoenix, only two top tens. Average finish is 17th. 
Logano's got an average finish of a uh, little over 13th. So um, looking at Ross Chastain, uh, two wins this year, 14 top fives, 20 top tens. He's led 692 laps at Phoenix, one top five, one top 10, average finish, average finish of 20th. And he would have three races there as all probably. I don't know yeah. if he had any cup races before last year there. It did denote um, that his best finish was 23rd to where Christopher Bell's best finish is. Wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he had a top 10. How could yeah. his best finish for 23rd? Maybe that was earlier this year. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think I'm reading that wrong. He has an average finish of 20th. He is 23rd best. Not 23rd is his best. He is the 23rd in the field at best finishes. Ah. So his tw- his average of 20th place puts him 23rd in the field. Your uh, favorite is Chase Elliott, 99.2 driver rating. Uh, he is the series best amongst all the competitors. Five wins this year, 12 top fives, 20 top tens. He's led 857 laps, average finish of 12th. He has one win at Phoenix. That was his championship win. Five top fives, eight top tens, one pole. He has an average finish of 10.6. So, but Chase Elliott also won a championship there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's got to yeah. weigh on you. That, that's got to weigh on the decision a little bit because it's one thing to win at Phoenix. It's another thing to win at Phoenix when it's the championship race. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's, you know, exactly how do they figure all that out. But I'm sure that that one win carries a few extra percentage points of weight in this whole decision. Mm-hmm. So. Remind me, Kevin Harvick, obviously very dominant at Phoenix for a long time. I don't believe he ever won at Phoenix when it was the championship race. I don't think so either. I think all of his titles were won at Homestead. Yeah. So I think Phoenix has only had the championship race, what, two years or three years? I want to say three. I'm going to say this is the third. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, so the only two guys that won championships there were Elliott and Larson. Uh, more conversation about Ross Chastain's move at Martinsville Speedway. Uh, it, if you haven't seen it, uh, just kind of stick your head out from underneath that rock a little bit. Pull up Facebook. It'll populate your uh, news feed pretty quickly. But Steve O'Donnell, COO of NASCAR, said that it was a move that was within the bounds of the rule book, and they don't believe they're going to look to adjust any rules with one race left in 2022. In 75 years of our history, no one has successfully done that. So Ross pulled off a first that what we saw that I don't think anyone was thinking about when you saw that. I think everyone has described it as a video game like move. I think it kind of echoes what you and I talked about on Tuesday. The chances of this working at any other racetrack is so slim that NASCAR probably doesn't need to fill up a rule book with another rule. Yeah, I I don't see them doing much of anything with this to be honest with you i i I don't think if they were at homestead or if they were at texas where you're carrying 170 or 180 miles an hour to the speed in the corner i don't think you see this move happen yeah i don't think so either you know there might be somebody dumb enough to try it but i just don't see it happening and also the corners are so much bigger you'd Mm -hmm. be on the wall Basically, almost the whole, it'd be like going a whole lap on the wall at, at Martinsville. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't see it happening. 
Kyle Busch Motorsports announced on Twitter that they will have an announcement for their plans for the 2023 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series on Friday at 5.15 Eastern Time inside the Media Center at Phoenix Motor Speedway. So we'll find out the fate of Kyle Busch Motorsports uh, Friday evening. There was another one on Twitter I wanted to, I wanted to uh, talk about, but I cannot find the article again. Have you seen the picture of... Uh, I don't know who, uh, what team was that posted it, but they said they're ready to go back to Martinsville next year. They put a cust- couple of caster wheels on the, yeah. <laughs> on the side of the car. Yeah. Uh, I had a really good time that'll, watching. That'll never pass a laser, so it doesn't make it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it will either. <laughs> uh, I had a really good time posting on uh, on Facebook about everybody um, uh, sharing their favorite memes of uh, of the Ross Chastain situation and uh that was a lot of fun there was a lot of really good posts yep they're still coming yeah yep yep, yep. um the Bill only gibbs other news decided he's gonna spank uh little ty gibbs bottom probably in private yeah it sounded like joe gibbs had some pretty harsh words for his grandson well he's got to come out like that he probably handed him a beer and said you deserve it kid yeah hey thanks for um uh, thanks for getting us into the next round, uh, but we'll see how how uh, Phoenix goes before I really uh, lean on you. Yeah, before we announce your promotion to full time, <laughs> we'll wait till after Phoenix. <laughs> right. Um, I don't really have anything else. Um, I know we had a a loss that. Um, who was it that messaged me about it? I'm gonna have to find it, but. Um, did you know Charlie Ware? No, no, I did not know Charlie Ware. Um, I saw the post and I racked my brain for a while and uh, I couldn't come up with anything of knowing him from anywhere. I think it was it was somebody with the Four Corners Fire and Safety team. But anyways, uh, by the post that was on Charlie's Facebook page, uh, sounded like he'd been dealing with some health issues and that's the way I took it. Yeah. And, and I, I took it as if he either knew the end was coming very quickly or he, um, he, uh, expedited the end. Well, and somebody else could have wrote the post. True. Very true. It could have been his, it could have been his last wishes of when I, when I pass. And I think there actually is on Facebook an option that, you can make a final post once you've been declared deceased. It will automatically post for you and then relinquish your account to a loved one to be able to maintain until they see fit to uh, to disable it. Yeah, well, I don't know how they know you die unless somebody tells them. So yeah, you know, um, but yeah, no, I uh, you know, and and he might have been you know, with the fire crew or something at sunset, maybe before my time, if you said it was four star. Um, oh, no, yeah. it was, uh, I'm sorry, it was Tom Wolfgram. Uh, Tom helps out, let's see. Oh, he helps out with um, Sean Pointer's car. The 20P uh, Race Saver 305. Tom was on the message me, I'm sorry. Okay, all right. So it was with a sprint car guy. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's, you know, not my big deal. Um I didn't work enough at Eagle to know a whole lot of those guys. So, you know, uh, a lot of, a lot of late model guys and, you know, along that line, 
you know, the Sunset crowd and I-80 crowd, but not real up on uh, the Eagle Bunch. Uh, Tom had said that they pitted next to Charlie for their first Nationals, uh, and then he was a great guy. And now that I read that, Charlie may not have been a local driver. Charlie just may have came over for the uh, Race Saver Nationals and uh, it made an impression on Tom. Yeah, and, and was he a driver or was he just a crew guy? Seemed like he was a driver, but again, I, I didn't know him. And so I was just posting uh, for, for Tom and trying to get the word spread. Um, but it seemed like a lot of people uh, knew of him. I think that's all the news I got. You got anything else? Not real news, just reminders. Yep. Make sure to get out to Quaker Steak and Lube on Sunday. We're going to start the party at 1230. We got a lot of great opportunities for you to win cash, prizes, um, scratch off tickets, a lot of great stuff. Quaker Steak and Lube and I are still working out the details, but it sounds like we are definitely going to be doing the all-you-can-eat wings. I think we'll probably end up posting a picture or have some sort of a ticket that you'll want to come to Dirk and I's table and ask for that to get redeemed. It'll be $19.99 for the all-you-can-eat wings. That'll be a special that is only available to our fans and only available. Hyper playing with her ball. Uh, only available in the brickyard to our fans that day. So 1995 for all you can eat wings. That'll be available just to uh, our fans. You will need to come to our booth and uh, make sure you get the certificate for that to give to your waiter or waitress. And then Monday, it doesn't seem real. Monday is all the Eagle raceway track champions interviews. And um, I'm a little bit, um, Frightened because Monday is the triple atomic. Well, the next level of the triple atomic challenge wings, they call it eat the heat. I hope you guys come out for that. Uh, Let's see. Here is the schedule for the track champions interviews. Dirk and I are going to get there at about our first interview is at six o'clock. We'll probably get there at five or so. Yep, get there about 5 o'clock. We'll get all set up. We'll get something in our – well, nope, I'll skip dinner because I've got dinner later that night. Uh, <laughs> or what you have in there might might come out. <laughs> yeah, I'll skip dinner so I don't throw up as much. Joey Danley, the Race Saver Nationals uh, – excuse me, the Race Saver Champion will join us at 6 o'clock. Uh, Roger Hayden will be at 6.30. Dylan Richards, Hobby Stock Champion at 7. Matt Andrews, Sport Modified champion at 7 30 and then jordan grabowski the modified and stock car track champion at eight o'clock and then following jordan's interview we will be doing the uh eat the heat challenge and um i don't think we're going to do a facebook live for this i'm probably going to be recording it and maybe publishing it at a later date but if you guys want to come out uh, it's a little bit of a tactic. I, I want you guys out there on Saturday, on Sunday and Monday supporting Quaker Steak and Lube. Uh, they've been tremendous sponsors of us. So I want to make sure we get as many people out to Quaker Steak and Lube on Sunday and Monday. So if you want to watch this live, you want to watch Jordan and I suffer, you're going to have to get out to Quaker Steak and Lube uh, in Council Bluffs on uh, Monday night. And like I said, about 830 is when we'll do it. If we get done with Jordan's interview really quick, we'll hang out till 830. We'll make sure people have a chance to file in and, and get, grab a beer and, and enjoy the um, the, the sights. <laughs> and the video, people, the video will not do it justice. Come out and see this. No, it, the the hilarity 
is I'm, I don't want to say it's unmatched because I've seen a lot of funny stuff, but this the faces these guys are going to make is quite amazing. So bring your bring your phone out and video them yourself and have your own little personal memory. And always remind yourself why you're not doing it with them. <laughs> I am going to try and read through every one of the donators for this year. Um, I'm going to miss some because a lot of people gave me cash, but I think there was over 80, 80 total people that donated. So I've got a lot of names to read, but I'll try to get through every one of them. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a sight to see. Make sure you get down to Quaker Steak and Lube on Monday night. If you can't make it on Sunday, get out for both days. It's a great day. I'm I'm really excited for uh, James. Did you see the big news from James? Um, I did not see the big news from James. Well, I don't know if he's released it yet, but he's had plenty of time. Uh, James receipt got his license. He is fully certified to drive. So he's coming down Sunday for the Phoenix party. And then he's going to stay at our house on uh, Sunday night. And then uh, he'll come over to Quaker steak on Monday and, uh, and, and watch the, uh, the whole interviews. I think he's actually going to help us on a couple of them. We'll set up another microphone for him, but uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's going to come down and hang out with us. And uh, I thought that was big news for him. So I want to make sure and say congratulations on a big milestone for James. Does, uh, did he have to get a special pair of glasses to get his license? I mean, the other pair he wears, he sees into the future with. I don't know <laughs> if that's safe to drive with those. Um, yes, he does have to have a special pair of glasses. They're kind of binocular vision glasses that cut down on his. Um, he could see fine about 30 feet away. It's that 30 to, to his nose that he has trouble with. So these binocular vision glasses attach over the top of his regular glasses and allow him to be able to look almost like a, um, Oh, what's the, what's the, uh, the term for the glasses when they've got that little special section at the bottom that's used for reading up close. Bifocals or trifocal. Yeah, right. It, it's basically a set of those, but with higher power, uh, on, on the, uh, the, the attachment. So yes, he did have to have special glasses. Okay. Well, Congratulations, James. Absolutely. Uh, big thanks to Brad Deary for joining us in turn number one to talk about his stock car track champion at IED Speedway. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and listening. Uh, get out to Quaker Steak and Lube on Sunday for the Phoenix Viewing Party, and then on Monday for the Eagle Raceway Track Champions interviews and all of the uh, the fun that is going to be had with the Eat the Heat Challenge for the Hot Wings at Quaker Steak and Lube with Jordan Grabowski and I. For Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. This has been the Fresh Stretch presented by Joe's Carding. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Carding Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Carding while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sCarding.com for more information. The official watering hole of the front stretch has you covered any day of the week with the best wings, great burgers, and amazing steaks. Each weekday from 4 to 6 is happy hour, featuring dollar off draft and well drinks plus $4 Luberitas. Mondays are kids night. Tuesdays are all-you-can-eat wings for $12.95, and the lube even delivers to the Council Bluffs area. Like Quaker Steak and Lube Council Bluffs on Facebook for a full list of weekly events. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube.
Mid-America Drive, Council Bluffs.